B C A B C A B C A B C A B C A B C Welcome everyone to the Uppy and Stash Show. I'm your host Uppy. With me tonight is Beardo. There is no stash. Nope, not tonight. We are here because this is our obligation. Daddy Stash gave us permission to record without him. We did ask permission first. I made sure of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we were going to record last Saturday, but um, I was just too drunk and tired. And I was too drunk and tired, too. I, When you left, I fell asleep on the couch, and I woke up like two hours later. I was falling asleep like on the drive home. Um, for those who don't know, Beardo and I about 45 minutes apart on the freeway. So it's not yep. like it's 45 minutes of traffic in, in town. It's 45 minutes of driving on the freeway at 80 miles an hour. Um, <laughs> so we're jumping on to record some bonus content because last Saturday uh, we had the privilege because uh, Mrs. Beardo won an auction of some sort. You want to explain how it yes. came to be? So, um at Mrs. Beardo's school, they had a silent auction, and uh, Mrs. Beardo won $300 worth of shit at this thing, and she justified it by saying, hey, look, I got us a brewery tour, too. Aren't you excited about that? I'm like, yes, I'm very excited about the brewery tour, not about the other $300 that you spent. So, yeah, we got a, we got a brewery tour out of out of the deal. And his brewery was Drake's. Mm-hmm. It's uh, based out of, I think the main location is out of C- San Leandro, California, which is in the vicinity of Oakland, for those of you who don't know. They have two other locations. One's in West Sacramento, and the other one is in Oakland, I think. Yeah. Um, but they, they only do the tour at the original location in San Leandro, which is where we were. And we had... Probably the most amazing tour guide. I think his name was Eric. Eric, yeah, Eric was. Yeah, I wasn't too drunk. Um, <laughs> you know, you just head into the same thinking. Oh, we're gonna get. Uh, I mean, most of the things we got to see are things I expected. You know, you see the fermenters and the hops, and you know, he gives you the basic science and math behind what you're looking at and stuff, but I was not expected that they were going to get us shit ass drunk. Like I was hammered from the free beer from the tour. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's a good thing. We spent as much time there as we did because the drive home could have been a lot scarier, but <laughs> it was okay. I was fine to drive home. It was not a big deal. So I will say, am I going to mention this? I'm not going to ask you cause we're actually doing the same thing. So, uh, our drinks tonight, we're both drinking Hopocalypse, mm-hmm. double IPA from Drake's. Um, it comes in at 101 IBUs, 9.3% alcohol, and there's a blur. In a big-ass bottle. Big ass, yeah, it's a bomber bottle. It's 22 <laughs> ounces. It's beautiful. And their blurb says, overwhelm your senses with the devastating quantity of hops. Hopocalypse, double IPA contains... Uh, 
Jarilo. Looks like that. J-A-R-R-Y-L-O. El Dorado, Simcoe, and Chinook hops, evoking notes of ripe guava, lemon blossom, and caviar lime. Oh, fancy. Drown your taste buds with this very limited release. The end is beer. I've noticed that the, that Simcoe hops are kind of in everything. It seems to be. They're very popular. Um, uh, I want to point out this is one of the free beers we, I mean, so with the, we got a cream ale that we drank throughout the tour. Um, I did yeah. my best to make it last. I could have had it down to like two seconds. It was a pretty light drinking beer. Yeah, it was pretty good. And then after we went through the different stages of the brewery, um, we ended up at like a little sidebar that they have there at the tap house. Mm-hmm. And we were given basically a flight of beer. Um, wait, wait, you're kind of flying through this thing. I think we should start from the beginning. Okay. You want to start? Go for it. So we get there. Yeah, we get there, and it's in this big old shopping center. And we're like, are we in the right spot? Mm. And and sure enough, in the very, very back corner, we find it. And so we're like, okay, well, let's find a parking spot now. And there was not a parking spot anywhere. We looked for a parking spot for like 10 minutes probably. Yes, because Walmart is the main tenant of this area. and Yeah, and everyone's got to buy their water and toilet paper right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, and the hand sanitizer. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so just getting there was, I mean, the traffic was fine. Usually it's pretty bad, mm-hmm. but the traffic was good, but the parking sucked. But, um, and then when we got there, we're walking in, and I'm I'm slightly nervous because, you know, we have this free gift certificate. I'm walking in with a free gift certificate feeling like a schmuck. And I'm like, hey. Plus we're a few minutes late. Yeah, plus we're a few minutes late. And I'm like, hey, we got this thing. And they're like, oh, yeah, there's your guy over there. <clears throat> and so we we saw Eric. And Eric's this, I don't know, kind of tall guy, probably about six foot. Mm-hmm. Not we're, certainly. Yeah, we're five nine. Guy, but <laughs> for, for the rest stocky. of y'all, just, you know, we're, yeah. Beard and I are like five nine. So, yeah, six foot seems tall to us. But at least we're not a short. Five nine, super good looking. I am so good looking, everyone. It's yeah. so damn true. Um, we're 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 at least not a small stash. He's like five six. Sorry, stash. Sorry, you're short. Not everyone can be big like us. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the first thing Eric says is like, "All right, let's get you uh, a drink to start the tour with." And Uppy, you and I were like, "Fuck yeah, let's get this going." Mm-hmm. And so he brings us this this cream ale and i'm like oh cream ale i've never had a cream ale i'm you know kind of kind of uh shallow in my beer drinking i don't really get out and try too much i find something and i drink it a lot that's pretty much Mm -hmm. it so cream ale i'm like oh this should be interesting and it was it didn't taste like cream at all i was hoping for a sweeter taste i thought it'd be more of a sweeter thing but it's comparable to a blonde ale, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. lighter, easy, lighter, easy drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had, we got a a tour beer. It was absolutely lovely, and so we got to walk around the tour with the beer. And the tour wasn't terribly long. It was like three rooms, right? Pretty much, yeah. Right about the, right about the time we finished our beer, the tour was over. 
Yeah. Well, I could have had the beer. Like I said, I could have had the beer finished in the first room, <laughs> which the first room, the first room was basically just the original equipment. Yeah. There wasn't a lot to it. And then the second room was their expansion. But we did in the first room, we did get to go into the, the green room. And mm-hmm. that was kind of cool. It smelled way different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I absolutely remember that. We walked in. And it wasn't a bad smell. It wasn't like a sour smell or anything. It was just no. like a grain smell. Yeah. Right? Wasn't that about what it was? Yeah. That's yeah. about all I can say about it. Yeah. It was cool. And then we went into the other room where there was the big... Beer makers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Beer tanks? <laughs> and, and Eric was definitely into it. He definitely enjoys his job. Um, yeah, he's and he's good at it. Fantastic yeah. storyteller. Um, you know, and he told us stories about collaborating with other beer companies and things like that. And that really was one of my biggest areas of interest is, I mean, if you're a relatively small brewery like Drake's is, why do you want to collaborate with other beer companies? I mean, they're your competition. They're biting into your tiny little bit of market share so why are you letting them in on it and um he actually i feel like go ahead he actually used one of my favorite um adam smith quotes i use it in my economics class every single year and it's uh a rising tide lifts all ships so you bring them up you get a little notice yourself and everyone's made Mm. better by the uh collaboration exactly and um I mean, it sounds like, well, first of all, I mean, Drake's has been around 30 years. Mm-hmm. So they're one of the more uh, established. I mean, they're still, they're still not large scale. They said they're basically California and Northern Nevada, which is probably pretty big of established a presence in all of California. Um, yep. I mean, they're obviously not Sam Adams or Anheuser Busch or anything like that, but. Um, yep. I think beer makers just tend to be more collaborative in nature. I mean, if you look um, in my neck of the woods in Stanislaus County, there are several new breweries, and every time a single one opens up, they said, no, we're not in competition with anyone. We're all friends. You know, yeah. we all help each other out. So, yeah, back to the whole rising tide ra- raises all ships. I mean, yeah. a better quality helps everyone. Mm-hmm. True. So. Absolutely true. Keep going. <laughs> Yeah. So, <laughs> but they are—they are right next. They are literally like right next door. You can see Twenty First Amendment Brewing mm-hmm. from their I'm location. I'm a big fan of Twenty First Amendment. Brew Free or Die was my first IPA, and that will have a special spot in my heart. Okay. In my liver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it'd be cool. We should see if we can tour that place. That would be fun. I've looked. I've looked. I mean, they mentioned tours, but you can't find one anywhere on their website. Hmm. I've been trying. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So, anyways, um, <clears throat> so when we were, I think it was when we were in the second room, they had the the wall with all of the different um, labels of beers that they've made in the last few years. Mm-hmm. Yep. The most interesting beer on that wall. For me, it was the one with the tree. Oh yeah, where the uh, the brewer at the time was so pissed off about like these Christmas seasonal things 
that he literally like chopped up a tree and put it into the batch and it yeah. ended up being a big a big hit. <laughs> I'm like, wow, there's a literal like tree in this beer and yeah. it was good. Mm-hmm. Um my second favorite part is I think Mrs. Epi at one point no, it was in the first room, I think, in between the first and second room. Yeah. Mrs. Epi asked uh, how many pine cones it takes <laughs> to make a beer. And yeah. um Eric handled that question really well. Really like, well. It, it just it amused me to no end. Mm-hmm. He obviously has probably heard it a bunch of times. So, yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, so that was my most interesting beer of the yeah. ones that they had on the wall was the one where the guy cut up a tree and put it in the beer. <laughs> That's so wild. Yeah. <laughs> so they, there were some really interesting looking ones, like the creamsicle one. I would have liked. Oh, I would love to. That would have been cool. Um, Absolutely, but the one that caught my caught my eye was I think it was called uh, Happy Shiny People or Shiny Happy People, mm-hmm. um, and that was the one they beer they brewed for was it Beer Fest last year on April twentieth? So it was a four twenty mm-hmm. beer, and um, yeah. it's illegal to sell beer with with weed or with uh, THC in it. You can't sell it. You can brew it, but you can't sell it. Um, so they had gotten some other ac- extract out of the uh, marijuana that is not illegal to put in beer, but still has some kind of effect, intoxicating <laughs> effect, and had brewed that in the beer. Um, so I wish I had been a little more into the beer scene a year ago because I would have liked to have tried that. Right. It would have been pretty rad. So. Maybe they'll give that another go one of these days. I'll definitely be on top of that. Perfect. And then uh, the third room we went into, uh, they had more uh, beer-making equipment in there, Mm -hmm. some rather large beer-making equipment. Mm -hmm. They also had all their barrels. Like uh, Mm -hmm. They actually called that location the Barrel House. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they had a ton of barrels everywhere for all their barrel-aged beers. And then um, I don't remember the story exactly, but that's how we learned how they came up with the name Denogonizer. Oh, yeah. Because the guy who went to add something into the thing didn't depressurize the system. Mm-hmm. And then beer shoots out of the. You know, they said they, some breweries call it like the brewer shower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. the beer just because of the pressure just spews out of the machine and um, gets yeah. you all wet and the yeah. other guy who was in the area said oh he almost got denogonized or something yeah. like that, something like that. And yeah. and getting his head taken off by the pressure coming yeah the, so that's where a denogonizer comes from was yeah. that an incident yeah so I, I think this story might be complete and total BS but I did just hear it the other day <laughs> um when I was at that visit that I was telling you about a little bit ago, there was a guy mm. that I was working with and he said that he knew the founders of, of Drake's and he used to go in and like taste the different beers as they were being mm. made. And he said that they had at one time created a, like an extra strong batch of denogonizer and they called it double D mm. and I'm like, Oh, that's really cool. He's like, yeah, best beer ever. I'm like, why don't they make it? It's like, it's an experimental batch. They just didn't make it. So, <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, the story, like I said, the story sounds like BS to me. But right. maybe, maybe we can get Eric on the show and we can ask him about Double D. Yeah, um, so that is our goal. Um, we end up spending a lot of time with Eric. He spent a lot of time with us. And yeah. he is open. He actually, we did ask. I did get drunk enough to be confident. Um, <laughs> he, he was receptive to the idea of joining the podcast and talking more to it to our audience. Mm-hmm. So, so we'll have to make that. May or may not happen. Doesn't sound like he has a lot of technology experience, but Beardo's going to work with him to do what's necessary to get on here. Because yep. he's awesome. And he kept saying that. I was like, I talk pretty. And every time he said that, it just reminded me of that David Sedaris book. <laughs> me, me talk pretty one day or whatever it's called, <laughs> which was an excellent book. But <laughs> that was not David Sedaris every time I looked at him after that. Yep. So going into that third room that third room was really rad so we walk in and there's a pallet of of hops pellets so mm-hmm. bunches of boxes of hops pellets and he's he stands in front of them and he's he says what these pellets are for and they are for a batch of denogonizer and i'm like oh that's my favorite beer in the whole world and it's, mm. i think i on the four shows i've been on i think i've been drinking it two of the four times it really is yeah a pretty solid yeah. beer. i love it a lot mm-hmm. um and i was we were talking before we left here that i was out the last show that we recorded where i was drinking the denogonizer it mm-hmm. was my last denogonizer i had to go buy some more um and so and what, and what happened while we were there <laughs> so i tell him like hey denogonizer that's my favorite beer in the whole entire world and he's like oh is it i'm like yeah, it definitely is. And so um, at the end of the tour, I'm going to jump ahead. At the end of the tour, he uh, brings us all beers. He brings us the flight of beers, and then he goes away and he comes back, and he hands you and my wife. And did he uh, uh, give Mrs. Uppy one of these as well? They no, he did a not. A bottle of Apocalypse. What did he Mrs. did not. Get? Did she get anything? Nothing. Really? No. She must not have asked for anything. She got the two beers I bought. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he brought me a six-pack of Denogonizer. So mm-hmm. I was a, a happy camper. That really made my night. It was absolutely cool. I mean, that was not a free – I mean, that was not a cheap giveaway right there. I mean – No. No, absolutely Six-pack of Denogonizer is not cheap. And then two bombers of a double IPA from them is also not cheap. Like, I know he gave us probably $25 worth of beer free. Oh, yeah. On top of what's already free with from the – you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, on top of our free meals, on top of our flights. And then he came back later and gave us even more beer. Mm-hmm. What was – A few more. We got three, I think we got three more. Was so we had the flight. Yeah. We got the four beers from the flight. And then yeah. he, you said, "Hey, bring me something you would like." I did, yeah. And then I asked him the second time. I asked him for something else. He brought that, and then it seemed like he was gone for a long time. He a came back time. and he gave us another quarter pour of something else. <laughs> so we got three seven. Yeah. So uh, you want to start going through this flighty beer? The best we can remember. Yes, yeah, I remember trying to remember most of what it. we had. There were two IPAs, so, right? So the very first one, yeah. So the very first one was a hazy. I, I want to say it was the Go Vandals. Yes. Um, go Vandals. IPA. 
Mm-hmm. Um, they call it go vandals because uh, the main hop that was used is from Idaho, and then and there's something else that they used in it that was also from Idaho. Well, and, and the guy who came up with the recipe was a graduate from University of Idaho, which are the brand. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. And um, was that the one that this had is, about potatoes in it too, or was that a different? I think that was, I think that was a different drink. I think I think that was a beer from the beer wall. There was a potato one, um, but this is what I want to say about the Go Vandals. I loved it so much. I bought a growler of it. Crowler of it. But secondly, it's the first known hazy IPA on the planet Earth that Mrs. Eppy liked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember when she took a sip and she liked it. You were absolutely shocked. And Eric was not that shocked. He was like, yeah, this is what I do. I'm good at my job, kind of. He gave that kind of look, you know. He's like, yeah, of course. Of course she likes but it. But then the next IPA lost her, I think. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what the next one was. It was more of a standard hazy. Um, another thing I want to say about the hazy IPAs, apparently they were originally called white IPAs, and Drake's taste credit for kind of stumbling upon the trend. <laughs> And then they hated the trend, and then they joined it reluctantly. See, that makes me sad because you know that my favorite IPAs are the hazy IPAs. I absolutely love them. Mm -hmm. And he just talked about them like they were the bane of their existence. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to tell him that I love hazy IPAs because I don't want him to think that this awesome-looking bearded man is less of a man in his eyes. (laughs) They're awesome. I I hope the fad doesn't go away because I, I hope it's – I mean, I went through what would you would consider the more normal progression is, you know, I got into IPAs and then I got into double IPAs mm-hmm. and then even the mega and triple IPAs. That's and so then generally, like, generally you peak there and then you never go back. But yeah, I didn't like hazies at first, mm-hmm. but – Eventually, Dust Bowl made some because at the time I was exclusively like a Dust Bowl person, mm-hmm. and oh, Hazy's grew on me in our area. And then, right, and then, um, yeah, then Hazy's and New England styles, and eventually my palate just shifted that way, and so. Yeah, I was a little hurt inside that he was talking so bad about him, but he was not a fan. I mean, he's entitled to his own wrong opinion. This like Republican, <laughs> um, yeah. But my favorite one, though. So the third one, yes, that was, was as well. A very strong stout. It was like eleven point something percent. It smelled like a gingerbread molasses thing. Yep. It, was, it smelled like gingerbread and molasses. It was just fucking delicious. Like so, you had no, you had no way to tell that it was that strong. To me, anyways. No, absolutely not. Um, yeah, well, what I said when I took the first sip. First, you smell it. And when you smell it, you can smell the heavy molasses mm-hmm. in it. And it was called mm-hmm. Ginger Brown. Wasn't that what the beer was called? Ginger Brown? Uh, I think it was, me if I could remember. That, that would have been my crowler I would have taken home if I would remembered that. <laughs> so well, drunk. I went up to the front to get some, and they <laughs> don't do that. You can't get it. You can only get it. By the glass. No shit. Yeah, because I wanted to take some home. Um, but anyways, the first drink that I took 
I think it was the f- my favorite thing I've ever had to drink in my life. It was that good. Um, however, it's also a really heavy beer. It's sweet and heavy. Yeah. So it's kind of more like a sipping beer. Like the more I think about it, like I still crave it. I really want it bad right mm-hmm. now. I'm like, I'm thinking about since, you know, I'm a teacher and I have the next three weeks off. I'm thinking about going and just grabbing some. Um, because how, man, far, how far from Livermore is San Leandro, do you think? Half hour? At tops, half, half hour. 20, 20, 30 minutes. Maybe 20. <laughs> if there's no Maybe traffic, we'll, it might be 20. Saturday afternoon, evening, probably not. I'm just thinking, like, this is going to be nice. Well, all right. Well, I mean, this is going to be, by the time this actually airs, who knows when I'm going to put it up as bonus content. Yeah. But as we record, it's Friday the 13th. Uh, mm-hmm. Tomorrow, Mrs. Eppy and I have a, an appointment at Livermore Honda to go check out an Acura TLX. Mm-hmm. And those are nice. It'll be evening time. So, do need dinner options. I was hoping to hit up Morgan Territory in your neck of woods and meet up with you mm-hmm. on the way home. But they don't have a damn food truck tomorrow night, so I don't know what the F to do with that. Check out, well, if we're not going to make it, or you're not going to make it all the way to Drake's, check out um, Altamont Beer Works. It's a brewery over in Livermore. Hmm. Anyways, back to Georgia Brown because, or Ginger <laughs> Brown, because that Ginger was a damn good yeah. beer. Um, however, we did, it was a quarter pour, right? Yeah, I don't. Four ounces. Yeah, I don't think I could have had much more of that. I could have had a ten ounce, which is probably most a brewer a brewery would have poured of it anyways. It would have taken me a long time to drink a ten ounce pour of that. But it would have been okay though. I don't know. It would have gotten kind of warm. Some of the beers come alive when it's warm, though. I mean, sometimes you need a little bit of warmth. But I would have been okay with a ten ounce glass. Yeah, but only one. There's no, no second yeah, no more than that. No, but but it, it was honestly probably just, since since I was in Pennsylvania in November mm-hmm. and had the Creek Lantern at Timber Creek. This was a beer that had a similar effect on me, where I was like, "Holy shit, this is amazing!" Yeah, why isn't everyone else doing this? Yeah, like that ginger brown was just amazeballs. I just loved it. Yeah, I was really bummed when I found out I couldn't take home a growler of it. <laughs> I would have, I would have loved to have sipped on that for a few days. <laughs> and then uh, the fourth beer was a sour. Yeah, which um, I had never had a sour before ever. Uh, not my thing. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Was yeah, you cherry? kept going back for more. Yeah, <laughs> it was a cherry sour. Yeah. And then the more interesting thing is, so the first bonus beer, you asked for something he would like, I think. And yeah, he came back with a pour for himself. It was like a dark. It was dark. It wasn't a porter. It was actually a blonde, wasn't it? It was, but a, light, used to like, it was a light beer. Yeah, the alcohol it was, light, it was not very high. It was a light beer, but it was dark like a porter. Mm-hmm. And I remember that one. It was a little bit weak tasting, but it was still pretty good. Mm-hmm. I, I actually did enjoy it, but 
it tasted from my palate it seemed a little uh, watered down mm-hmm. which is my complaint with a lot of stouts could have also been that that was our like sixth beer of the night that's never an issue <laughs> <laughs> never an issue like that yeah. one guy said it only takes one drink to get me drunk I just can't remember if it's 13th or 14th you know <laughs> uh, yeah. And then I feel like there was another beer after that, but I can't remember. Yeah, I don't remember what we ended on. I remember that my wife was drinking a lot of ciders. I think she had two, I think two ciders, I think. Yeah. And what was Mrs. Uppy drinking? She, I know the, I got myself the Caramel San Diego. Which was, I don't think I finished it, but it was decent. Yeah. I don't know what I got her. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, so my wife went and got... I was pretty... I was three sheets to the wind at that point. (laughs) (laughs) My my wife had gone and gotten um, another one of the sours. She accidentally ordered it. She thought she was getting a cider, but she got a sour instead. Because, I mean, the name of the beer was Cherry something, like Cherrylicious or something. Something like that. Right. And so she thought she thought it was a cider, and so she ordered it. And she brings it back, and she's like, this isn't a cider. I'm like, yeah, no shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so then I went up and ordered a cider for her and took it back. Took it back for her. But that's also when I think when we ordered the uh, tater tots. Oh, let's get into the food. Because okay. the food um, is pretty, pretty good stuff. Yeah. You know, it's not like it's this huge menu um, or anything, but you definitely need grease when you're drinking. Um, so one of the food items I got was the buffalo wings, and they were fucking delicious. Not as spicy as I would like, but the flavor was still good. Mm-hmm. And then the toss, like you said, there's several variants of the toss. I think there's garlic tots. There's buffalo chicken tots. I think your wife also at one point got pulled pork tots. Pulled pork tots, yep. And, and so well, I got the pulled pork. These tots, tots really. Yeah, originally. And I think there was a second order of tots. Because yes. Yeah. <laughs> we realized we weren't going anywhere anytime soon. And um, yeah. these tots are the crispiest sons of bitches you've ever had. Oh, yeah. They were super you good. Know, and it feels like the last tot, and it's been sitting there for 20 minutes with sauce on it, they're still crispy as hell. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. That is exactly the truth. Um, so yeah, uh, my order was the pulled pork tots. And then later when I went back and got the cider for my wife is when I ordered the second set of tots. Those garlic tots were delicious. Garlic tots. Yeah. I mean, I love the pulled pork tots because I mean, it was just done right. And how can you not love pulled pork Mm. on top of potatoes? It's just the best. But reasonable prices too. They weren't that expensive either. Not at all. Because Mrs. Happy was like, hey, let's buy their food. So we bought the first round of food. Yeah, first round, yep. And it was only like 40 bucks. I'm like, what? We're going to feed four of us for 40 bucks? Like, what the hell is wrong here? Pretty good deal. (laughs) And you went back, you probably only spent like 10 more bucks getting two more orders of food. And it was amazing. So, Mm -hmm. shit, yeah, if you're in the East Bay, you just want a good beer and some different kind of good food. Hit up Drake's. Yeah, or if you're right there at that Walmart getting your 
toilet paper and water hit up Drake's as soon as you get out of that line. <laughs> Trying um, to get your toilet paper and water. Yeah. No, <laughs> so, all sold out right now. <laughs> <laughs> but back to those garlic tots. I mean, you know, we've been to enough A's games together that you know I love garlic fries. Absolutely love them. Yep. Um, there was one time you and I went to a game, and I had been to a few games in one week, and my and Mrs. Beardo was rather irritated with me. And I didn't know where I was going again, and we left the house not happy with each other. And you and I were at the game, and I said, you know, my wife's really pissed off at me, so I think if I eat enough garlic fries, I think I could have the bed to myself tonight. So I got an order of garlic fries. And then a little bit later, I got another order of garlic fries. And I'll be damned, I had the room to myself that night. Uh, <laughs> it was the front couch, but, you know. Um, but I just want to say, I, I wish I was that confident in anything as you were in your marriage at that point. Because <laughs> you hadn't been married that long we either. Been very long now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but those garlic tots that we had, I think are much better than the garlic fries we get at the Coliseum. And the Coliseum has really good garlic fries. They're not bad. Some of the best. Some of the best, yep. Absolutely. And the garlic tots, same flavor profile, but it's Mm -hmm. different because it's a tot. And it was absolutely amazing. Just loved them. Uh, I I think it helped. Um, First and foremost, I think for our group, the four, the four adults involved, um, we probably had the best tour guide we could have gotten mm-hmm. for us. I'm sure the other tour guides at Drake's are awesome too, but yeah, I can imagine there being a better one for our personalities. And then mm-hmm. just the beer. I got drunk off the free beer. I did not expect that at all. <laughs> there was um, so much free beer. At one but point, then I went and spent fifty-four dollars on other beer. So there you go. True. Well, you know that's kind of the perk of getting a free tour is you have all of this money left over at the end. Um, <laughs> we didn't spend any money going through the dorm, so let's buy shit tons of stuff while we're there. Um, yeah, that's how I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At one point, I took a picture of all of our empty cups on the uh on the counter there mm-hmm. were a lot of empty cups there were a lot of empty cups um, well you know waste not want not yeah so i wanted one of my friends from work i wanted to come as well and he couldn't because he had just gotten home from a conference and so i heard he was on his way home from the conference when we were at drake's and he's between these three people that we're not huge fans of and I'm sending him pictures of beers that we're drinking and our, our empty beers <laughs> on the counter. And he's just like, fuck you, dude. I hate you. <laughs> and so it was – it definitely was just a killer tour. Just a great time. Yeah. Um... And the tour was like just long enough to finish a beer. You know, we got that uh, at the beginning. And I know we could have crushed it <laughs> first. In yeah. the first room, but walking through and drinking it right when we were comfortably done drinking it, the tour ended. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I probably had a little extra help because Mrs. Beardo doesn't drink beer, so I got to drink hers. Yeah. As well. so I guess I got two. I got two beers. You did. You did, you bastard. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, it's a good thing because I'm on their website now and they actually have a coronavirus update. Um, oh. It says Drake's Warehouse is currently open during regular business hours, but we have canceled some events and are taking steps to mitigate risk mm-hmm. and support the health and happiness of our staff and guests. So it's a good thing we went, like, because we went just like last Saturday, but it seems like the world has changed significantly mm-hmm. in one week. Since last week. But the, so I'm on their website to check out the tours, and I, I'm pretty sure the one that we had was like probably the most expensive tour they have, which is the waterfowl barrel age tour because our tour ended with the barrel stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that one, because it says it's 60, 60 minutes plus, which seems about where we were. Mm-hmm. What's and, the next uh, that one? That one's $20 per guest. Yeah. Um, the one below that is the VIP tour, which is 45 to 60 minutes, and it's $10 per guest. Um, we had the VIP tour. We had that one. That's what it says, uh, description, take a deeper dive into our brewery with a pint of one of our core beers in hand, which we did. Mm-hmm. Didn't feel like it was a pint, though. I don't feel like we got 16 ounces, but. <laughs> I don't remember. I didn't measure it, so I can tell you. And then it says, enjoy the taste of fresh beer straight from our fermenters or, or bright tanks amid the cellar. After your tour, enjoy, to, enjoy a guided beer flight of five different Drake's beers, focusing on one-off and seasonal varieties that are taproom with your guide. Yeah, that's probably what we had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't get to try things right out of the fermenters, though, because they were cleaning them. Yeah. Because it was the weekend. Yeah, that's right, because we didn't get... So the barrel-aged tour is you'll enjoy a guided beer flight of four different Drake's barrel-aged beers, which we did not do. Mm-hmm. So the one that we did do is the Mallard VIP tour. It's 45 to 60 minutes, and it's $10 per guest. And let me tell you, you're going to get more than $10 worth of free beer. Yeah, absolutely. Way more. Um, so... We did a pretty hefty tip, though, as well. Eric definitely yeah. deserved <laughs> what he got. Exactly. So that, that is our evening at Drake's from the best that we can remember six days later. I think we did a pretty damn good job. I think we did, too. Ten um, days later, and or six days later, and we were drunk. Shit-faced. I mean, drunk on free beer. That was the best. Um, just excellent night. The only thing I would change differently, not that I knew it at the time, not go the night before, um, hour, the hour change. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. So we went, you know, Mrs. Uppy had to work at five the next day, but there was also the hour change in time, which did not help things. And then. Um, it seems like we can't leave your house without my daughter crying. Um, <laughs> that happened again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if we made. I'm not sure if we made it known. Yeah, I'm not sure if we made it known on this show before, but my daughter just adores Beardo's daughters, and every time we hang out, whether you're at my house or we're at your house, as soon as we separate, my daughter just starts bawling and crying and <laughs> since we saw you since we saw you last weekend my daughter has gotten into frozen and she's yeah. like oh man i just want 
them to come over and watch Frozen with me. I was like, that's a long way to drive just to watch a movie. But <laughs> yeah. So, but you know, then the good part of it is also uh, her, you know, at least my middle child and your lonely son get along really well too. Um, so it makes going to baseball games easier come the spring when baseball actually starts because we can just drop my kids off at your house and go be adults for a few hours. Yeah. And my kids are fantastic with kids. Super good. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, man, what a fantastic time. So if you happen to be in Northern California and you love beer, make sure you check out Drake's. Um, Mm -hmm. It's a one of a kind of experience. Their beer is delicious. Take the tour. You won't regret it. And if you don't remember what they talked about, like me, you at least get your money's worth out of free beer and then some. And um, hopefully you get Eric as well. Eric is awesome. So yep. hopefully yeah. we'll have him join yeah. us in the future. Yeah. I'll send him an email. Yeah. I've got his email. Yeah. So Beard is going to do his thing. And he's going to make sure do well, do his best to make sure Eric um joins us like i said before he's receptive to it he wants to we're actually not the first podcast to ask him mm-hmm. but if he were to come on we'd be the first podcast to actually get him so yeah no pressure beardo i'm pretty awesome at getting people so <laughs> oh get us josh harder we'll <laughs> i'm working on it Perfect. All right. Well, uh, we're going to wrap it up for tonight. It's uh, now Saturday morning. And um, Beardo, do you have any final thoughts on Drake's and our time there? Yeah. I mean, it was a fantastic night out. I mean, it's great to be able to go out and be adults. Um, And I was actually kind of surprised that I really enjoyed every beer that we drank. I didn't expect that. I kind of expected some to be kind of a miss, but they weren't. Even the ones that weren't exactly my style, I still love them. Um, and I really cannot wait to go back and try that ginger brown. Yes. Please, coronavirus, go away. Mm-hmm. So the baseball season will start. Mm-hmm. So we can all go. There on the way to an A's game. I know more. It's so great that it's right on the way to the Coliseum. I know, but we don't have baseball because of the damn epidemic or pandemic. Sorry, that's true. But I do get the next three de- three weeks off because of it. So you know, trade offs. My final words are "fuck you." <laughs> Um, no, uh, kids, that's why you go to school, get an advanced degree. So in this once in a lifetime chance, you can get three weeks off of work. That's um, true. So stay in school. All right. Well, um, I have nothing else to add other than um, I agree with mostly what you said, Beardo. I um, did not like the sours. Not my thing. But that was my only negative from the night. But I also opened us up to it because he I mentioned not liking sours. He asked if I cared if it was in the flight, and I said no, because why not keep an open mind? Just because people in the past may have done it and I didn't like it doesn't mean that they didn't do it in a way I would enjoy it. Yep. They didn't, but it was worth trying. So 
that is all. So I uh, hope you all enjoyed this free bonus content. Um, enjoy it now because someday we'll be big enough that where this is a paid Patreon kind of thing and you would have had to pay money for this. So you're welcome. And uh, make sure you hit us up on social media, Facebook, Twitter. If Beardo sticks around, I'm going to stick him on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. He didn't just immediately say no, so I think that might be his thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah, so hit us up, engage. We got tons of free stuff to give away. Um, some magnets, still a ton of stickers from the original order. Yeah. And I heard there's some cool, really, really cool new stuff. Yeah. So be engaged. Get free stuff. Who doesn't love I love free stuff. I don't I care. Love free stuff. It's the you best. Sit there and say, so good. If I saw on Twitter a retweet for a maxi pad, I'd probably still retweet just to get it. <laughs> who doesn't want something free in the mail? Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, well, thank you all for tuning in. And until next time, Beardo and I, we wish you a good afternoon, a good evening, and good night. Thank you.